Welcome to the Survive, Scale, Soar podcast. Hear and learn through the success of others how to build the life and business you deserve. Learn to overcome failure, what it means to seek out growth, and how to become the best possible version of yourself. And now, here's your host, coach, entrepreneur, husband and father, and author of the number one best-selling book, Survive, Scale, Soar, Jeremy Williams. And welcome back. This is Jeremy Williams, and you're tuning in to the Survive, Scale, Soar podcast, the podcast for the entrepreneur built by entrepreneurs. Today, I have a great guest, Chad Smith, CEO of Battle Warriors brand and best-selling author of Battle Warrior, the inspiring story of Chad Smith, a dyslexic survivor of addictions. This show today is going to be powerful, and if you're dealing with an addiction in your life, Chad will be providing strategies on how you too can become a battle warrior. Before we get started with our guest, a quick reminder if today's episode moves you, makes you think differently, makes you laugh, or you know someone it may help, be sure to share it. And welcome to the show, Chad. How are you doing this evening? I'm doing great. Uh, we are coming live up by Green... Uh... In between Green Bay and Milwaukee, guys, it's about 20 degrees here. So we're coming great from the upper Midwest. <laughs> yeah, we, 20, 20 is like that you just see Texas become paralyzed at, at 20. I mean, we don't know how to do anything or drive on ice or our houses aren't really built for it. We had a huge freeze this last year. So 20 degrees is probably like cakewalk for y'all. <laughs> yeah it's 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 uh this year's been real windy and uh i don't want to ex- say it this way it's just been the year where we're having a lot of negative um like negative 10 negative 15 and for some odd reason whatever the front set up this year has been extremely windy so we don't have the like to tr- and it's going to sound weird how i say it guys but i'm way up north so when when you walk out in like a negative 10 and it's sunny out, you actually feel warm at times. Um, but this year, it's just the, the wind's been so cutting that you're feeling that plus you're feeling the wind. And it, it's been a very unorthodox winter up here. So um, hot, cold, hot, cold. I think we went from 50 degrees two days ago to I think what is it right now? 10. So um, with wind chills, negative 10 tonight. So it, it's just been all over the place. Um, is what my, you know, sister who lives in the same town you do would say. She's like, uh, I don't know what's the deal. Wisconsin's drunk today or something. It's just um, all <laughs> over the place. So it, it's it's been a, like I said, it's been a very unpredictable, unorthodox type of winter. And uh, yeah, I'm going to be craving warm weather down the road. So awesome. Well, it's it's glad to have a, a brethren from the north uh, join us on the podcast. And really excited about um, our conversation tonight. And. I want to start out with, you've got a book that's going to be coming out here soon. So it's actually available for pre-order and it's, it's battle warrior winning the fight against addictions and living in a purposeful life. Tell me how did the battle warrior brand get started? Uh, so basic terms, the battle warrior brand actually um, long time ago, growing up, we, we were just joking around with family and figuring out what the, our name names are. So like you look up, you know, Jeremy and you see like the old traditional surnames and um, how it was set up. I don't know if it was a family member or whoever it was said, wow, yours is battle and warrior. So it depends on if you'd go to like England, it would be battle. If you go to a different country, it'd be warrior. And, and for me, I'm like, you know what, that's got such a powerful punch behind it. 
in such a strong way. I'm like, for many years I ran away from it. I'm like, yeah, that's a player name. That's kind of cool. And, and that's kind of how I wrote it in the book is, is misfinding, like not even finding yourself and then finally come, you know, fruition of, of beating everything that was kind of beating you down in the past and um, coming forward. And, and once I honestly, and I have a very spiritual drive, but once I looked it up, I saw, you know, a certain verse on, on Google that is known through all my, my websites and stuff. And I'm like, that's it. It's it, it, I didn't even blank, um, blank on it. It was, that had to be that. And um, yeah, it's been a world, it's been a, a good spiral and I don't want to say spiral down, but it's, it's like a continuous snowball, man. Like the momentum, once it just spins and spins and spins, um, it, it's been insane my last couple of weeks here. So. Yeah. And Chad, I think that's really cool. Like what you just shared there is that, you know, at times there's these moments in our life where we make this, the, it, it's just, there's so much clarity there that we know it's the right decision and, and move forward with that. So that's, that's cool that you shared that. Uh, so the, the book is, is about addiction. Could you share with our, our audience that maybe also struggling with some of the same things that, that you were able to work yourself out of? Can you share some of those topics? Yeah. Um, growing, so there, there's multiple addictions I had throughout the years. And, and for me, it was uh, alcohol was the driving factor of it. Um, also with that was pornography. And, and the thing with the upper Midwest and, and even America starting to be like this, uh, upper Midwest, we got raised up traditionally in bars. Um, it, it was a traditional Friday night thing. So um, I'm not labeling anything how it was, but we were old traditional Catholics here. So when they come to Friday, you go out for fish, you go out, have the old fashions, you go out, get the brandy. And in how I word it in the book is, you know, I'm not using my past, like family or any of that as as like a distraction to say, hey, you know, I learned this from them. It's it's a community, a community of issue that we're having up here. So for me, what, you know, me growing up with alcohol, you know, grabbing a bottle at 13 years old, starting every day, you know, every weekend, pretty much at 13, all the way through, um, even, you know, having occasional, we call them grandpa drinks, but just the occasional with grandpa and stepdad, you know, anywhere from three to 13, that, that was a normal thing up here because it was the old traditional farming families, the old traditional Catholics. And, and instead of having water or tea or, you know, lemonade or anything, you know, you would have water and then you have beer. That's just how it was up here. And, um, what I didn't really notice is growing up through high school, um, I would always do sports and then on the weekends I would just get annihilated. Um, around family, around friends. And it wasn't so much, you know, running away from family and, and doing it behind their back. It was, everyone was involved with it because we were going up camp and we were going, you know, all the social events and stuff. So here I'm 13, 14, 15 years old, you know, down in anywhere from 12 to 36 ounces of whiskey a night on the weekends, if not more shots, whatever it is. And, and what was happening is, when you looked at a lot of this business journey is there, there's a theme that's kind of building around is your mess becomes your message. And, and I don't know who started that saying, but it's been repetitive in my brain through probably dozen to two dozen people that speak. And what it is, is, you know, whether you're spiritual or not, you're meant to go down that path. You're meant to go find yourself, go dig yourself out of the hole 
um, pretty much strip yourself down and build yourself back up. And, and this book is literally that. So, you know, we're talking about my addictions. We're talking about, you know, getting annihilated. And then I don't want to use that term, but that's the best way of saying it. And then turning around and, and trying to chase that high with sex or pornography or whatever it is. So I hear, I hear something that you, you brought up and, and that, you know, you don't, you don't blame those around you yet. There was an influence, right. And, you know, being in the real estate industry, alcohol is like at every event, like you go to an event, there's alcohol there. It's almost like it's expected, or you go to a, to a conference and, you know, everybody's at the bar and it's just almost like it's ingrained in to the industry. And it's very rare to see people that aren't participating in that. Uh, do you think influence plays a huge role in people falling into these addictions? Um, huge role. And, and honestly, and I'm going to answer it this way. And it's, it, there's, I'm going to shed light on the industry. Like alcohol is just like how tobacco was back in the day. It's a big business. And, it, and it's not so much that it's probably the only few just like cigarettes and all them where it's naturally brought into you. It's not, you know, like a repetitive, you know, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. It's just right in front of you. And, and what was happening, especially up here, getting grown up um, with the Milwaukee Brewers and all that, every five minutes, you have a Miller Lite, you know, Miller Lite uh, advertisement. You would have a Packer game. You would have Miller Lite advertisement. Um, we have, geez, <laughs> town I live in right now, I think I can count six breweries in two miles. It, it just, it's at least up here. Um, we're very driven on as an industry on alcohol and, um, yeah, like a, in general, you go networking to a real estate wholesaling group. It's right there. Bar tabs open, have at it. Um, you go to like, like for me, um, Christmas entrepreneurial event, have at it you know, that was at a brewery and, and I'm not shedding light on it to us up here. And I'm gonna say us locals, there, there's two different styles of establishments. Like you have the traditional non-food bar where you just go out, do your thing. And then you have the traditional like 50, 50, where these top premier restaurants that also have phenomenal bars are phenomenal restaurants. So it, it doesn't matter what you do. You're still going to go and, and be around it. And, um, this, this journey in this book, it, it tells a story about me moving, like physically moving away. Like I had to pick my stuff up, move 35 minutes away from my uh, parents, family, friends, all that stuff. And, and I'm glad it occurred during lockdown because I sobered up three, four months before lockdown and then just ran into spring by the time I think I moved in July that year in 2020 i cleaned up in 2019 uh, november um sorry thanksgiving 2019 and then i rolled into um spring summer the year after um up in wisconsin we were completely locked down like you couldn't even go into any establishments you couldn't go into any entertainment and i know texas is a little bit different when it came to that stuff but uh, i moved two three four miles away from Green Bay Packers Stadium, which is Lambeau Field, and that place is driven on parties. And I moved to a town up there to go enjoy the entertainment. And and you know, the running joke is God was looking up at me because I moved up there in lockdown. And by the time lockdown unlocked, I was two months away from my lease where I could move to a different location. So it, it was <clears throat> it was pretty much my 
drug treatment center. I mean, I don't want to say it that way, but I never went through any AA. I never went through any of that until now where it's all celebrate recovery, which so for two years of my life, I had to strip down, rebuild my plan, uh, strip myself back down, um, build the plan back up and, and seriously rebuild your whole life from nothing. And, uh, sorry, go ahead. So what was, what was the, um, what was the moment? Like, you know, everybody says like, there's a moment you make a decision that completely changes your life. Can you identify that? When was that time that you made the decision? You said, I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm going a different path. Um, the, the original one, um, the original one is where I actually got exposed to my family. So like we were having a huge family event, um, because we had a family member come back from Colorado and, and I picture still to this day, walking in with a half bottle of Tito's and dropping on the counter saying, Hey, this is going to be me tonight. And had everyone in my family kind of give me that deer in the headlight look where all of a sudden, like, here's your addiction now exposed publicly. And there were some things behind the scenes that occurred, you know, with some family members and stuff, you know, not in physical, nothing yelling or nothing. Just what happened is when I got drunk, I became more Robin Williams. So just goofy Lucy, um, all over the place, just, just a comedic, uh, comedian type of person. And I just, I, I did some things to the wrong people, um, publicly that wasn't supposed to be done. That was something that was supposed to be held privately. And, you know, I ended up driving home that night with one headlight out wanting to go fix it right away. So I can go to the bar. So like, I didn't have the DUI moment where like the cops and the government were forcing you to clean up. I had a physical, the person I let down was the one that completely changed my life prior to me cleaning up. Um, so it was more of like letting down your trainer, letting down your coach, just that feeling where you just feel completely beaten. And, uh, that was the tip. That was the main tipping point. Um, I did relapse 30 days later, um, cause it was deer hunting in that time frame. But to me, the original time where I said, okay, enough's enough. That was that moment. So if you're talking to people that are listening today and maybe they're, they're struggling with this and they don't know where to start, like what's a strategy or what should they, what should they look to, to make that change in themselves? Well, first and foremost, they have to be ready. Um, so you have to know the reason why you're doing it. Um, you have to know deep, deep down. Okay. Hey, the best way of saying it is I'm going into army that's going against me. So Either it's going to be me and a bunch of people that are going in that army. So who's on my side going to help me stay clean? Or, you know, I didn't like me where it was a solo game. Um, so you got to understand deep down why you, why you're doing it. You know, is it because you like myself, let a lot of family members down? Um, is it because government's forcing you to do it? What, whatever it is, um, understand number one. Okay. What's your why? Then number two, um, completely. Okay. What habits got me there? So look at, do a complete, you know, check on your whole background, you know, uh, look at what habits got me there. And then now the big thing, what I did was I converted the gaps into a business. So like for me, where I knew I was be wanting something in my hands, I started side hustling on eBay. Um, I knew I, I would speak. So I, I started doing the podcast in May that year. And, and I know no matter what I went to the rush. So like you learn a lot about yourself, about like the rushes and, and when you stop and, and just the trigger points, 
I knew no matter what, I was always all in. It didn't matter what it was. I was always pushing to the max. So what I was learning in this, this whole journey was, okay, so now you take that void away. Now you have this huge hole of a void. What are you going to fill it with? So now I'm looking at is, okay, here's my only shot to build a business. So now I went into, okay, now I got to get money uh, situated. It, and it's basically, I looked at it as building a business. So I had to get funding, situ uh, funding. Okay. So sell stuff on eBay, get, you know, get some thousand bucks, two grand, whatever it was. I knew no matter what that right hand or my left hand, I had to have something in there. It's like the old smokers joke back in the day. You know, why is the old smoker have a uh, toothpick in his hand or something? It's the same exact muscle memory that you have with drinking. And I knew in the process, so I would focus on selling on eBay. I would focus on this, um, getting in the podcasting world. I knew the further along podcasting world, um, I went, the more I was healing. So it turned into more of a heel thing. Now I think we're at 90 publicly. I'm at 86 episodes, but I think I got about hundred, 110, 120 built up in, in the, um, pot behind the scenes. So you're looking at is I'm not the only one now. So like you're branching out to community and you're noticing now in the business community, a lot of us say a lot of us, but a lot of us had that issues in the past. And, and we learn to just rebuild ourselves, rebrand ourselves, and, and strip us down like a traditional business going bankrupt or whatever it is and come back stronger. So, um, this book is about, you know, that whole strip down rebuild. I call that the battle warrior mindset, you know, it's, you're getting ready for battle. So what are you going to get yourself prepped up to do and reclimb that hill again? So you've made, you made the decision to overcome the, the addiction. And, and I truly believe it's a decision. Like, like you said, you have to be ready in order to, to conquer something like that. And then you make the decision. What has that done for your life? What has it done for your business? Oh boy. Um, the running joke is you start a podcast, your whole world opens up. Um, I'm going to add in a little few lines that you sober up and you finally realize yourself and you, you do your own inventory of exactly who you want in your life, how you redirect it, your whole the whole world's going to open up because you know, no matter what, I don't want to go back to that. So now you have a fresh slate to add in like your, your motivation, all that stuff. Um, physically in my hands, what has happened um, for me sobering up, geez, I, I completely went to a different position to completely focus on this. So that position was, I purposely left what I was doing in the insurance industry, nothing against it. It just, um, I had to clean myself up and I would not have a podcast. I would not have my own clothing line. I would not have my own supplement line. I would not have my own book. Um, so pretty much 99% of what I have right now, I would not have if I drank again. So, you know, is, is the temptations always there? Absolutely, man. It's, even down by you, you can go around the corner and you can smell something. It's, it's always there. Um, I know for sure that it's almost a fear that's developed that you don't want to lose what you have right now. So you just go all in even more to make that larger, more efficient, whatever it is. So, um, for me, I cannot, I cannot get off the wagon as much as I would love to, I cannot get off the wagon. I would lose all this stuff, way too many things in my life. So one, one more thing before we, we jump into the book is 
I heard you say something about you, you start taking inventory of the, the people in your life. And how did, how did that change? Did your friend groups change? Did the people you hung out with, even within your business as you started to grow it, did that change? Uh, talk a little bit about that. I probably lost 95% of my friends um, in a good or bad way. It, so what happens is the bulk of them are going to run away right away just for the sake of uh, that change in, in living and change in a pattern that you're doing. Uh, the key ones will come back. So don't freak out, guys. Um, the key ones will come back and they'll support you in that. Um, in general, though, I had to get away like my whole phone list, I think maybe I got like five key ones now in my life. So I completely shrunk that circle down and, and made it this way. So it's, you know, that old saying, if, if you have five guys that are millionaires and you're the sixth one, odd, odds are in the long run, you're going to become one. Um, I looked at inventory, especially, like I said, in my friends, I wanted to be a business owner. So no matter what I looked at it as, are you getting me closer or further away from the goals? Are you getting, you know, do you understand that I'm clean? Cool. You know, we'll, we'll go with that. How is your, you know, spirituality? Do you, do you care? Do you not care? Are you a believer? Are you, are you a believer? Whatever it is. And I didn't become a checklist. I just became very aware of um, who this person is in front of you and then who the person is behind the scenes. And honestly, Matt, I just let good people in my life that want to support, you know, either support me or we support everyone in the community, whatever it is. Um, I want to make sure I was part of a community that was happy, healthy, and, you know, focused on achieving great things. That's awesome. So I'm talking with here with Chad Smith, uh, the author of Battle Warrior, the owner of the Battle Warrior brand. And tell us a little bit about the book. I, I know it's available for pre-order. How do people find you? All right. So the, the book right now is, is on the main outlets. So like the, the books on Amazon, that's the number one way of going it. Um, each one of my websites have the links back to Amazon. I, I'm a keep it simple, stupid type of guy, which is the old business saying back in the day, but I just want one Avenue. So it's, everything's on Amazon. Um, full, full launch will be May. I'm sorry, March 11th. Um, we did a soft launch right now just to kind of get the feeling out. So you're going to, in the next two, three weeks, guys, you're going to be seeing a lot more advertisement, a lot just to build up to kind of get the pre-launch going into the launch. Um, but yeah, officially March 11th will be the official launch, you know, full launch green light of the book. That's awesome. I'm, I'm so excited for you. I, I want to get a copy of this book. I think there's just so much that you can apply from, from going through a journey like this to help you in all different types of areas in your business. And that's why I wanted to have this conversation today. And I appreciate you being open and vulnerable. And because I know that the, the sad thing is, is there's a lot of people out there that are dealing with it. And maybe it's shame, or maybe they're worried about judgment or, you know, all these losing that friend group, you know, having to give that up. And yet the other side, I think what you talked about tonight is just that it, there's so much opportunity out there when you do make that decision to move on. So I really thank you for, for sharing that. And I, I can't wait to read the full thing in the book. So Chad, thank you again for being on this evening. Absolutely, man. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to the Survive, Scale, Soar podcast. 
If you heard something that made a difference in your life today, share it with someone that might benefit and subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. Learn more about the host of this podcast and coaching services offered by Red Hawk Coaching by visiting www.redhawkcoaching.com.